my loves and welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy to have you all here. We are in the midst of Scorpio season. So if you don't know and you're new here, I am focusing on all of the podcast topics around the season and what they typically mean. So we know Scorpio season is here and so all the topics will be around Scorpio themes. Last week, we talked about how to start over. This week, we're talking about starting the shadow work. And I get a lot of questions about shadow work in general. What is it? How do I start it? You know, um, pretty much mostly like, what is it? A lot of people, especially like in the wellness community, life coaching or people in the mental health community or the woke quote unquote community will always talk about like do the work do the work hold space and most of us do not know what that means if you are not a therapist if you don't have a master's degree in psychology if you don't have some sort of background where you understand the mind and have studied it then it's really hard for you to conceptualize what doing the work means Part of doing the work is doing shadow work. Well, before we even get into what shadow work is, let's talk about what doing the work is. Doing the work is basically talking about being intentional with observing, becoming aware, acknowledging, holding accountability, and taking next steps about what your thoughts, feelings, and actions are and how those things have been resulting in your life. Right, what results those things have created in your life. So being intentional about observing and taking like actual participation in observing and being aware of you, yourself, the way you think, the way you feel, how those feelings make you act and taking control of those things is part of doing the work. With shadow work, right, we're talking about Scorpio energy. So Scorpio does rule the things that we keep hidden, the shadow, right? The shadow that when you reflect light onto it, suddenly comes to light and you're better for it, right? Scorpio mantra is I transform. You are better for it. So let's talk about what shadow work actually is. Shadow work is working on the parts of you that you hide, These are the parts of you that you consider undesirable traits or undesirable characteristics or parts of you that you ignore, right? That you're just like, oh, that's not me or I'm feeling this negative emotion. I don't want that. And you avoid it. You ignore it. You deem it undesirable. And so you don't explore the why. So shadow work gets you into working through and acknowledging the parts of you that you hide. Because of shame, usually, because of regret, because of disappointment, because of negative energy, and because of negative emotion. And this usually leads to three things, right? It leads to, to self-doubt, leads to self-sabotage, and it leads to self-depreciation. And I'm pretty sure none of us are immune to any of those three things. And none of us are new to any of those three things. We have all experienced self-doubt, self-sabotage, and self-depreciation at one point or another. And therefore, we know (laughs) that we have shadow work to do. And I think that this is really important, especially for people of color, black and brown people to do. Especially us, 
because as a society, sociopolitically, socioeconomically, and politically, we are taught that when things are done to us, the way to show resiliency is not showing emotion, right? All of us have been subject to our parents saying, stop crying or I'll give you something to cry about, right? The way that you show resiliency is not showing emotion. I'm sure, you know, men of color understand this, women of color too. You're not allowed to be hurt. You're not allowed to be disappointed. You're not allowed to be angry, especially growing up. However, we know that emotion is energy, And energy is not given or taken, it is transformed. And so because it is transformed, it is likely that you turned that emotion, that energy, into a harmful habit, into a harmful something. And acknowledging that and observing that and knowing, being aware of it is doing the shadow work. Being so intentional with the parts of you that you've created that actually aren't serving you. So... How do you know really, aside of the examples that I gave you, that you probably need to do a little shadow work? <laughs> how do we know? How, do I, how did I know? I'll give you from my perspective how I knew. Because all of these things applied to me before I started doing shadow work. Right? So the first thing is you cannot set or maintain boundaries. You either set them and don't maintain them or you maintain boundaries that aren't actually good for you, or you don't set them or maintain them. That's number one. And that may look like you saying, I will not, you know, have sex on the first date. And then somebody's really cute and you're, you want them to have attention and you have a little bit of self-doubt that you can capture their intention for long. And so you have sex with that person, right? You've set a boundary, but you didn't maintain the boundary. Or you said, you know, I'm not going to allow somebody to speak to me in this tone, They speak to you in that tone. You set the boundary. Hey, don't speak to me in that tone. They speak to you in that tone again, and then you don't correct them or remove yourself, right? That's you not maintaining a boundary. The second thing is you either don't speak up or you show very low confidence. And I'm going to give you an example that every single woman is probably going to be able to relate to. When someone gives us a compliment, we either self-depreciate we deflect or we or we rebuttal, right? So somebody says to me, oh my God, girl, you are so beautiful. I love that outfit. I will do one of the three things. I'll be like, oh my God, no, no, I don't feel that way. Oh my God, no, I feel like this makes me look fat, right? Self-depreciation. Or I will say, oh my God, yeah, I got this, I got this outfit for $5. That is deflecting. Or I'll be like, no, girl, like your hair looks so good, right? I'm rebuttaling. In order for me not to truly accept something with confidence, in order for me to be like, actually, thank you. I think I look really good too. That is something, there is something to be said about why we do that. And that requires shadow work, okay? The third thing is you will procrastinate on things that benefit you, that truly benefit you. Right, And that is procrastination on eating healthy, on taking a walk, on getting a therapist, on drinking water, on taking breaks, on speaking to a family member that, you know, that's going to make you feel good, on cooking at home meals, on going to the gym, on any of the things that you know truly are going to benefit you, you will procrastinate it to the maximum because that is self-sabotage. And because you, in procrastination, will tell yourself, see, I knew I couldn't do it. And you prove yourself right in a self-depreciating manner. That is 
big. We've all been there. I'm sure of it. And if you haven't, please DM me because I need to know what mindset work you're doing. (laughs) That's number three. Now, the last one is we will associate a trait or a past action with shame. Oh man, I was jealous of this person and feel shame. Oh man, I cheated on this person and feel shame. And that's not to say that you shouldn't feel shame, but that you make that shame mean something so much about you that you perpetuate over and over again, right? You will beat yourself with a bat over a past trait or a past action, and you will cause self-harm mentally, physically, or otherwise as a result of this shame. And that is tough. And usually a lot of the times we see this when it comes to childhood trauma, you know, things where you're just like, um, it may not even have been really your responsibility, but because you were involved, you somehow blame it on yourself that you didn't get out quick enough or that you couldn't figure out how to fix it or whatever the case may be. So that is, those are the four things of how you know you need to get shadow work done or that you should be doing shadow work. I'm sorry. So how do you start shadow work? I want to start by saying starting is just part of it. And there is no real ending to shadow work because as we experience things in life, we start recognizing different things that trigger us, new things that trigger us, different experiences that traumatize us, different experiences where we're traumatizing others and causing shame and disappointment in ourselves, right? We can never be void of those experiences that can potentially cause us that. Otherwise, we're not living, Okay, so I just want to start off by saying that, yes, you will start shadow work in this way, but there is no real ending to shadow work. It's more maintaining an ability to become aware of yourself and the things that you do and the ways that you think and the feelings that you have. So the first thing that I would do is just note the behaviors that you have that you deem shameful undesirable or that you hide from people. Maybe you bite your nails. Maybe you watch too much TV. Maybe you steal. I don't know. I don't know. But know all the behaviors that you have. Just write them down. All the behaviors that you just really don't like about yourself or that you consider undesirable. And then try to pinpoint when was the first time that you either had that behavior or that you had the feeling that led to that behavior. And that will lead you to a lot of childhood memories. So for example, if I self-depreciate a lot because I consider myself overweight and I can remember the first time that I felt like disappointed in my body, that I felt just disgusted in my body was when I was eight years old and I was told by several people that I didn't fit into that bathing suit or that I was the bigger friend right? Like my eight-year-old friend said, oh, we're the skinny ones. You're the big one. I could remember that that point was the first time where I felt like, oh, this is undesirable. I need to hide this about myself. And then I can note that, right? I can note the behavior. I can note the feeling. I can note the first memory. Just do that. Just become an observe, become aware and observe where those behaviors even came from, okay? And then I want you to note how you participated. Think about, let's just take my example. These two friends of mine in the third grade told me that I was the fat girl, right? That I was the bigger girl out of the friend group. That made me feel extremely unworthy, 
that made me feel extremely undesirable. And then I spent a large amount of my time trying to make up for it with hair, with clothes, um, or pretending that it didn't matter to me and ignoring my feelings and noting all of that, right? How did I participate as a result of that first memory or that first feeling? What did I tell myself? What did I do afterwards? Explore that. Explore that practice and then accept it. Yes, I did that, right? Hold yourself accountable for the way that you reacted and understand that you don't have to feel shame or disappointment for that because it was as good as you could do in that moment. This is where really you start exploring some grace with yourself. How could I possibly know how much thinking about myself as an undesirable person would cost me in my adult life? I could not have fathomed that at eight years old. I didn't know what I didn't know. And therefore, I can't possibly continue to punish myself over it, right? So you can be accountable for your behavior. Say, yes, I did do all of these things. I'm aware of it. I've literally written it down. I've literally pinpointed exactly when I started doing this. But at no moment should you continue to bash yourself for what you didn't know in a person you're no longer at in situations you're no longer living. You're you now. You were you then, but you didn't know what you know now. And so that really is the start of a, of a solid shadow work beginning Now, again, these are just the beginnings, right? Uh, Once you start exploring this, really delving deep into this, hopefully going to therapy, doing some journaling, grounding yourself in meditation, breathing through all of this, right? Typically, when you are recalling something that you consider to be traumatic or that you didn't notice was traumatic until you really had to pinpoint it, because a lot of us may feel certain things or may do self-sabotaging behavior and we didn't notice when we first started doing it. And then you start noticing when and then you feel re-traumatized or then you feel trauma for the first time, really. Allow yourself to feel what you're going to feel. You've never allowed yourself anything. Up until this point, you have retransformed, right? You transformed the energy and the emotion into something else. You have never actually felt the thing. You have been avoiding the thing for X many years. So I want you to understand that this is going to take a while and this may be a continuous effort for you to start and for you to live through the beginning, okay? So I hope that you're doing breath work, that you're breathing through these things, that you're allowing your body to feel the emotion and then just releasing it. Okay, I feel this emotion from when I was eight years old. I'm not eight. I'm 31. I'm not with these two friends. I am at home in the comfort of my home. Ground yourself in the present, allowing your body to kind of feel the emotion, but acknowledging to your body like, hey, we're not there anymore. So that you can create safety within yourself. Because up until this point, you haven't been able to create safety anywhere else. And you certainly didn't cultivate a space where you understood to create safety within yourself. We know this, right? Especially us BIPOC folks. We know this. So create it now. And as you start going through shadow work, right? Again, this is the beginning. But once you start practicing more acceptance of the past more acknowledgement of the present, like, hey, I'm here, I'm not there. My body is feeling it because it's never felt it before. Let me just allow it to feel it and then acknowledge it that it's not now. You can start exploring the boundaries, 
right? Once you've done that, you can start exploring what boundaries are useful so that you're not re-traumatizing yourself, but also so that you're taking control of your own life. Because again, when we're going back to potentially a lot of childhood trauma or circumstances, there are a lot of circumstances where we had no control. And now we've positioned all of that energy and emotion into almost an uncontrollable thing, which is a habit, right? A lot of, at least 50% of what we do every single day is out of habit and is completely unconscious. Like you all, you're just doing it because you're used to doing it. And so it's okay to start exploring those boundaries and seeing what it is that you need in order for you to have some control over your participation moving forward. And just on a note of forgiveness, forgiveness definitely comes after all of this work, right? Learning to forgive yourself, learning to forgive any other participants of circumstances or feelings or thoughts. But starting shadow work is really about observing. It's not assigning blame or shame or any of that. Once you start really working through noting your behaviors, exploring how you participated or actioned, to exploring what you told yourself and why and then practicing acceptance once you get to the point where you can practice acceptance truly then you can start forgiving the past but again try not to rush into that scenario because what i see and i've done this a lot <laughs> is i'll do the work right I'll, I'll do the shadow work i'll go to the therapy i'll do the breath work i'll journal it out i'll say like oh i'm i accept it you know i can forgive this person i can forgive the situation i can forgive how i acted i can forgive how i did myself dirty And then a new circumstance, either involving that person or involving someone else that reminds me of that circumstance, will trigger me. A hundred percent. If you know me, you know my ex-husband is not a present father, was not a present husband, and I had a very difficult pregnancy and divorce. And I spent years in therapy and I was like, yeah, I'm so good. I'm like, I'm so over it, you know, like emotionally, I'm so intact. And then things started happening (laughs) involving the person and or similar circumstances. And I was like, oh, I am not well. Your girl needs to revisit this. I need to recognize where I'm not noticing and observing the behaviors and the things that trigger me where I did not create full acceptance of the past okay so yeah I did that that's a large part of this big gap in my participation with social media was because I was just getting back to center I was trying to ground myself in presence um, and trying to reestablish who I was and accept present and past So it's an endeavor I highly suggest for you all. And it's an endeavor that will and may last your entire life. But it is something that I absolutely recommend, especially during Scorpio season, especially when eclipses are falling in the Scorpio Taurus axis. And if you want to hear more about that, I usually post more astrology-ish stuff on my Instagram. So you can find me on Instagram. But... Just understand that whatever you're working through is very much faded. It's very much supported by the energies of the universe. And 
If you want to have control and be an active participant in your own life, you have to start somewhere. And I suggest shadow work. Well, my loves, I have talked your ear off. So I hope you are having a beautiful week, that you are having a beautiful life, and that you are finding all the transformation that this season holds for us. We'll talk next week. Bye.